It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's Tuesday, the 6th of December for 2022, RBA Rate Rise Day today. And just a reminder that later on today, we will let you know the instant, yes, the instant the decision is made. And if you are not yet following us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Google or Spotify, then you won't get the notification, which comes from the Real Estate Studios lightning fast. If you do follow us, literally as soon as we post the podcast, you're able to listen to the result. And in this case, the result is going to be the RBA rate rise. It's that easy. So press the follow button. Coming up in just a moment, we are in Perth having a look at the Perth property market with Trent. And I see that there's a bit of activity in the west of Sydney with a new project uh, which is sold out of all of its one-bedroom apartments, which is around 100 of them. The Liverpool development has 190 apartments in a 34-storey development complex. So that's a little bit of good news. That's a bit of positivity in the marketplace of Liverpool. If you're celebrating your birthday today for December the 6th, happy birthday. You're celebrating with Andrew Flintoff. Yes, Freddie, the England retired cricketer. He was always very good natured, wasn't he? Freddie Flintoff, he's turning 44 today. And also celebrating is Judd Apatow. He's turning 54. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD. Selling smarter every day. Let's head around the country and have a look at your weather on this Tuesday morning. And in Sydney, expecting blue skies with sunny skies. A high of 23 degrees. Expecting a possible morning shower in Melbourne. And a high of 21. In Brisbane, expecting a sunny day with 35 degrees as your forecast high and in Perth partly cloudy but it should be mainly dry and your temperature today is 30 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Okay so let's go to Perth right now and find out what the market is doing with Trent Fleskins from Strategic Property Group and also the Perth Property Show. Good morning, Trent. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, 2022, it has had some wild, fluctuating moments on the Australian real estate market, but one of the more steady-as-she-goes markets this year has been Perth, and we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, and that is the strong local economy. It's a big part of that, and as you look back over the last 12 months for 2022, why is Perth that rock steadfast market, do you think? 
Well, look, the reason is because house price growth is a derivative of demand and supply as long as you can afford your house. And we've been saying here in Perth for a while now, and this was before even interest rates rise uh, started rising, that the Sydney and Melbourne markets specifically got to a point where simply based on uh, the, the price of the properties, they became unaffordable. They you essentially got to a point in Sydney where you were spending 60% of your disposable income on your mortgage. In Perth, we are sitting at just under 30%. Now, imagine a market where we make more money than people in Sydney per as a median per person, and we pay the same interest rates, but our houses are less than half the price. When interest rate changes come in, obviously, uh, property prices or mortgages, sorry, become less affordable, but they're unlike the East Coast in Perth, they're not unaffordable. So we're still well underneath. We have a lot of fat in our affordability for the fundamentals of demand and supply, which are chronically undersupplied with continual demand coming from both uh, interstate and international migration finally coming back through to Perth, uh, it just lets those fundamentals play out, which is what's happening right now. There's a, there's a short term, I would suggest the reality is there's still a short term pause or uh, in the market or a flatlining right now as interest rates, people start to settle and figure out where the world is. But the fundamentals, we're still seeing records being broken in suburbs every week. Yes, that appetite, as you say, the appetite and the consistency and the attention from the East Coast buyers and investors, it just hasn't lit up in 2022. And another talking point is looking at the investment properties in Perth. Is it fair to say that what you're seeing is that the there is more of a focus on yield returns, which is more important than perhaps price sensitivity at the moment? Well, that's certainly a focus from East Coast investors. One one fact I can give you uh, in my in my own dealings with sales agents uh, across Perth is that they're reporting that from the start of the year, half of their buyers, especially in places like Gosnells, in places like the city of Rockingham, the city of Mandra, up in Banksy Grove, a lot of the sub $500,000 markets for a four by two, which might sound insane for an East Coaster to think about that possibility 15, 20 minutes from the city. Um, in those areas, they uh, more than half of all buyers are East Coast investors either directly or through buyer's agents. And yes, they are seeking 5% yields. They are very easily available in Perth. There's an an outlook, a strong outlook that we will continue to break records on rental rental prices and therefore uh, yields going forward. But yeah, East Coast investors are chasing yield. It's not what I would be focusing on. I think the reality is in Perth, given the fundamentals I just spoke of before, there is a huge fat still there in our market for massive capital growth. Um, But the fundamentals of a good, strong rental yield help with affording holding these properties in the first place. I I guess it's interesting too, looking at the buyer's agents, because they've identified Perth as totally undervalued compared to the East Coast, and they're climbing on board with a lot of those investors that they're representing. The reality is people looking coming from a, a mindset of the East Coast where they're used to the prices they've had to adjust to, uh, think about a suburb that is, I don't know, 25 minutes from the city uh, and 
you can buy a four by two on 500 square meters that's renting for $500 a week for $450,000. That property in Sydney is probably eight, $900,000. So when you come from that mindset, it's as if a Perth person is going to a, a different suburb, a different state and seeing a property for $250,000 and it's renting for 500 bucks a week. So uh, that's that value that you're talking about is coming from an East Coast perspective where you're used to these massive price rises over the last 10 years of looking at Perth and going, these guys just haven't jumped on board yet. This is massive value. We'll certainly pay for that. Think you'll have that one and that one and that one. You're way undervalued. Whereas the people in Perth are still a bit shell-shocked from the last five, six years uh, where we had our mining boom and then had five or six years of continual price declines where now most of the property in Perth is under replacement cost. So uh, the East Coast investors are coming across and uh, easy pickings really. You, you know what's happening, they're doing, the East Coasters are doing a Marty McFly, they're going down a time tunnel. They are, they look back 10 years ago, see, bring the confidence of the last 10 years of their investment strategy where they simply had to just buy a property and they doubled their money in, in 10 years and they come with that confidence. The property goes on the market in Perth for 4.30, the East Coast investor goes this is ridiculous. I'll, I'll pay 440. That's fine, mate. And the person in, from Western Australia is still sitting there trying to negotiate a thousand bucks off the purchase price and losing. So, uh, in that last 12 months, for example, those people who were bought for 430, the price is now worth, the property is now worth 500 and they're laughing whilst the West Australian investors are sitting on their ass. Yeah, okay. And commercial properties, what's happening with the yields? Because I think they're still strong and they're still attracting. Commercial property in Western Australia is, you know, it's, it's a very globalized or nationalized market these days. There's nothing stopping a Perth person in investing in a, in a gym or a medical center or a childcare center in Sydney and vice versa. So as long as the covenant of the lease stacks up is strong, uh, there obviously is a, a lot of people around the country looking at Perth still for its capital growth strength, but also uh, it's got just as strong covenants in its leases. So uh, most of the cap, most of the cap rates, the, the yields that commercial buyers are buying on right now are probably sitting in the mid to high 5% marks. Uh, and uh, that's possible because again, the the land, the value of the land component or what, of whatever that commercial property is sitting on is still very affordable. And just finally, before I let you go there in Perth, uh, planning and approval delays. How much of a problem is this from local government? Oh, look, I think nationally we're all pretty frustrated with this. Uh, in Western Australia, we have our own, you know, our own frustrations. There is a culture, I think, in a lot of local councils that have uh, uh, been very anti-development. And what that does is it holds up supply. When supply is held up, we become undersupplied. That's where we are in Perth. We've never had so few properties on the market and so few properties being built. Uh, and that, a part of that reason, uh, a part of that is the reason is that we've got such red tape. I don't think it's as exacerbated as what we hear about how long it takes to get something approved in Sydney. Uh, or Melbourne, uh, but it certainly is still a very frustrating situation for us in Perth, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. So uh, the market will continue to be chronically undersupplied. Put it this way, we have half the amount of properties on the market that we did three years ago. We are transacting double the amount of properties than we were three years ago. So half the amount of sellers, double the amount of buyers, and a vacancy rate that is, uh, oh, put it, we have uh, the same amount of properties on the market for rent as we did 25 years ago. 
All right, Trent, well, we'll leave it there. Good to catch up. Good to find out what is happening there in the Perth property market right now. Enjoy the run-up to the end of the year, and uh, good luck with your break and 2023. Thank you very much. Have a good day. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.